so good. It is good. It's we good. got a new theme song. I think it's Rusty Approved as well. <laughs> Our song, we love it. It's uh, I can't. I've been singing it like all day. And so we want to thank Riley for making that for us. Definitely. Thank you, Riley. Not to be confused with Riley Sager or Sager. Not that one. This is a different Riley. <laughs> but welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast where we talk about our current books and book news and book gossip and just a little bit of everything. We are your hosts. I'm Cameron. I'm Lacey. And here we are. Episode three. Three. Everything comes in threes. Everything comes in threes. Not three dog barks, though. (laughs) So what's new with you? How's your week been? It's been, uh, it's been fast. Yeah. It it seems like Monday drags. Tuesday. And then it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I say, you know, it's freaking Sunday afternoon again. Mm -hmm. Except for when I'm super busy and then I just want it to end. You want the weekend to end? or Just all of it to end. Just so busy. Like, next week's one of the weeks. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. When you're just, like, dreading it. But that means it'll go by really fast. Yeah, it should. And the next thing you know, we'll be back here in my closet. Recording. Recording again. (laughs) Yeah, guys, we're recording in my closet today. Because we're trying to get the best... Sound for you guys. Sound, yeah. We have a little ambiance going here. Low ceilings, not yep. so high, no echoes. We got new mics. Talking louder. Lacey's talking <laughs> louder. We have our white sage protection candle burning here. Yes, yes. Definitely Fresh. needed with this read, too. <laughs> it um so that has crystals in it, hidden in it. Ooh. So like so have you ever heard of those? No. So it's a Solterra candle. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. So you burn it and then like for however many hours it takes. Actually, it takes me about two to three days. And then you get down, and there's, like, like three or four crystals hidden inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then you pull them out, and you, like, show the company, and they do, like, a crystal reading. Because they say what you find is, like, what you're seeking. Ooh. Is that not cool as shit? I'm intrigued. Yeah, I was... I like I've, the mystery. I've been really bad about when it gets down to a certain point, I just start, like, digging, digging. them out. <laughs> and, and Steve's, like, stop doing that. So I'm going to be good with this one, and I'm going to wait until they're, like, out before I put Like, burn it all the way down. Yes. yes. But does it smell good? Can you smell it? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We'll get there, though. Yeah, we'll probably get there. Ask me again in five minutes. <laughs> so I'm I have a talk few, about the rats. I have a few updates for you. Yes. Um, first thing, one of our readers sent this in, or listeners, Ooh. also a reader, sent Ooh. this in. Give it to me. Okay. So William... Listen to our first episode, The Home Before Dark, mm-hmm. by Riley Sager. Sager. And he said, well, he asked, um, so if none of the ghost stuff is real, then did the dads actually just murder their daughters, or was that made up for the book within the book? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't think it really... It didn't say. Explain that. It didn't say. But I'm assuming that all of the ghost stuff was made up for his book just to cover the murder that actually happened. Because she didn't remember a thing, and I would think somebody would remember some kind of haunting. Or like that pesky reporter would have probably dug that up. Yeah. Oh, hey, people really did die here. Yeah. But that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Good one, William. That is good, William. Maybe Riley Sager can... uh, Give us some insight into that if he listens. 
Probably not. <laughs> what is it, Mr. Saker? Sager. <laughs> Maybe he'll just tell us how to pronounce his name. <laughs> this one, this week, has another weird name. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's spelled. It's not like it's spelled. Okay, one more update. <laughs> this one's fun. So, do you remember... Well, I didn't want to say his whole name. Well, his whole name's on the on his podcast. Do you remember Zarek Baldwin from high school? He mm. was in my grade. I think so. The name's familiar. Okay. The name is familiar. So, he's my Facebook friend, uh-huh. and he has a podcast. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a shout-out on their podcast. What's up? Yes. And it was like, I was listening, and he told me, he, he messaged me. He was like, hey, we're about to give you a shout-out. Because I knew that he had a podcast, so I asked him, like, a few questions. Yeah. And they gave us a shout-out. But, like, <laughs> Z- classic Zarek. So, his podcasting partner, and Zarek's like, hey, I want to give my friend Cameron a shout-out. She has her own podcast. And so, his his co-host was like, oh, you know, what is it called? And he said, it's Two Bookworms, One Podcast. And then the other dude was like what because he got it (laughs) immediately exactly yes okay and then he goes you get it you know he goes so what's the podcast about and zarek's like just listen to it (laughs) and then his his co-host is like well does she like review books or he's like just check it out so like he clearly didn't listen or like research or anything what our podcast is they just played it they but that's okay i mean they gave us a shout out so we're gonna give them a shout out their podcast is called i don't know bro it is so funny. Okay, it's like fart, booger, and poop jokes, which are always know, funny. Right. I think fart and poop jokes are like the funniest shit. <laughs> so they're hilarious. Um, not safe for work, probably. Maybe just listen with headphones. M- maybe. You might laugh too hard. Yeah. You, might laugh you will way too be hard. rolling. Like, I have been, because we're all working from home now. I work in the bedroom. Steve works in the living room. And I was listening to their podcast the other day. And he's like, what are you laughing like that? And I was like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> so, shout out. Right. I don't know, bro. Go check it out. <laughs> That's the only housekeeping items I have. Do you have any? No, none. All right. Well, that means we'll start talking about our book. Yes. So, our book this week that our Insta followers voted on is the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendricks. Wait, it's not Grady? It's Grady. Who told you that? I looked up a couple things and it said Grady. But it says... Because somebody said Grady and then they corrected themselves and said they found out it was Grady. Now, I could be wrong and they could be wrong too. I don't know. It could be like one of those things with Target and Target. (laughs) Who knows? But there's a right way to say Target. Like... Well... Okay. According to Target, this is spelled G R A D Y and Brady. Mm-hmm. You don't say Brady, you say Brady. According to you, somebody might be a Brady. And Grady. Oh wow, someone's texting. Oh, I knew my mom was gonna text me. <laughs> I put my phone on silent, and it still came through. My mother. What? Not up, right mama? now. <laughs> it's always gonna be the mom. Always. Okay. So mm-hmm. let me just go ahead and. Uh, See. Oh my god, mom. <laughs> uh, Mom's really liking our episode right now. I know. And I I thought I had it on do not disturb. Okay, here we go. Do not disturb. 
Love you, Mom, but I will talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, The Southern Book Club's Mm -hmm. Guide to Slaying Vampires. I'm still going to say Grady. Mr. Hendricks. I think so, too. Grady's just too weird. Even even if it's right, if it's, if it's, if it's right, I'll correct it. <laughs> well, I feel like if it was Grady, there would either be not necessarily two D's or a T. Not nowadays. But this dude's old. I mean, no offense, but he's like, I saw a picture of him and he's like, obviously older than yeah, us. Yeah, assaulted. So, he's in the back. Um, I also wondered if it was a pen name. It could be a pen name. Because there's not a lot of, like, I, like, he has a, I found his Instagram, but, um. It's not like his name. It's like the name of one of his books or something. Well, we'll call him Mr. Hendricks. Mr. Hendricks. So last week we couldn't say the last name. And I mean, two weeks ago we couldn't say the last name. And this week we can't say the first name. <laughs> I could be wrong, but it was several that I found. Maybe next book we can pick a name. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question about how to right? pronounce it. Oh, wait. <laughs> Viewers already picked. Oh, no. We're not going to tell them. We're not going to tell We won't tell you yet. No, but, but we can totally say picked. it. Um, speaking, okay, remind me when we get to the end and we announce this book. I have to tell you something about it. Okay. Okay. So, with this book, um, I, ha- I have some feelings. Oh, lots of feelings. Um, because there are no fucking vampires in this book. Yeah. So, Grady, I don't know why you called it. I mean, anything, I guess because it sounds cool. I don't know. It just throws you off. It throws you off. Okay. So I looked up the definition of vampire. Because, I mean, yeah, he drinks blood or whatever, but. but. So vampire. A creature from, this is from Wikipedia. A creature from folklore that subsists by feeding on the vital essence, generally in the form of blood, of the living. So then, yeah, I guess by definition. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. But, but he's not a true He's not vampire. what we think of as vampire. Not the horror, typical standard vampire. Maybe that's why he didn't want to do that. It could very well be. He didn't want to be like everyone else. I mean, it was still greatly done. All right, so what was your favorite part of the book? Ooh. These are Lacey's. So, Lacey came up with the questions this week. These are kind of a mix between the ones we got from Oprah, Book Club, and Lacey. So... Just in case you're wondering, we kind of we kind of might just alter it every week because yeah. some of the questions don't apply to all these books. They just don't. And you guys can still send us them, and we'll add those in as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So, favorite part of the book? Favorite part of the book? All of the grotesque scenes. <laughs> oh, gross! Oh, dude. like when she gets when Patricia gets her earlobe bitten off. Oh my god! You know, all right. To... Oh, we also forgot a synopsis. So, am I saying that word right? Synopsis. Synopsis. Yeah. Um. We did get some other listener feedback that we were not giving a synopsis because we were assuming everyone has read the book, which you don't have to read the book to listen. I mean, I still think you'll get something out of it. Like my niece listened and she didn't read the book and she said she enjoyed it, but we should definitely, I I agree. So we should give a synopsis. So this book takes place in the nineties. In Georgia. Is it Georgia? It is Georgia. I thought it was a Carolina. No, it's Georgia. Oh, I totally missed that. Okay, so the South (laughs) in the 90s. Oh, yeah, George Peach. Because we also had a poll for that on our Instagram. Were they peaches or were they oranges? (laughs) And the people said they were peaches. They're peaches. Okay, so it's about this woman and her book club friends, Mm -hmm. and they're reading these, like, true crime novels, which, hello, 
this is my life. These chicks were like the original murderinos because they're talking about true crime. They're writing down people's license plate numbers and shit. Like everything. Yes. So they have this book club and then this new dude moves into their neighborhood and they're like, one of the chicks, Patricia is like, yeah, there's something not right with this dude. Like, something's not adding up. Something's not he's adding He's saying up. he's from Jersey and Texas mm-hmm. and, like, Montana, and he can't be from all these places. And So, like, to continue our synopsis, she thinks he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. She tries to get all her friends in, and this is what the book is about. So, I think that's good enough. I think it's good enough. Okay. So, your favorite part of the book was the grotesque scenes. All the grotesque scenes. Patricia gets her earlobe bitten off by a neighbor. That same neighbor, when she found her, she was eating raccoon intestines. Uh, There's one point oh that a cockroach goes into her ear. Oh my and god! She has to oh smash it in her ear. God, that cockroach. <laughs> yeah, um, Grady slash Grady Hendrix, um, very skilled, very in detailing, very the gore, like making um, scenes that you're like, oh my god. Yes, um, there were several times where I was like. Uh oh my god but I even wrote the inside of her ear. I mean it kind of makes me wonder like has he had a cockroach in his ear from the way He's probably seen the pictures and videos that we've he all described seen. It? Let's be let's face it because we I... see all the bugs going in the ear. You can only imagine, you know, if you think of you've got an itch and you try to reach in there, you can only imagine, you know. I had to go get a Q-tip. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the couch next to Steve and I'm like ah! and he's like what? And I'm like bro, you don't want to know. Nasty. Nasty. Very grotesque. And then the rats crawling up uh, and stripping their skin off. If you guys pick another fucking book that involves a swarm of snakes. Do it. Or a swarm of rats. Do it. I love it. Do it. a scene of horror. I swear. Do it. To. Do it. Hades. <laughs> oh my God. This I'm shit. for it. <laughs> All right. So that was your favorite part. Um, what was your favorite part? My favorite part... The book club itself. I think it. I think it was cool that we're a book club reading about a book club. <laughs> I thought it was cool that I thought that was a little bit cool too. Yeah, and I think it was also cool that they were reading like true crime because it, when it, they started out, they were in this like other ladies' book club mm-hmm. who had them reading like inspirational shit, like, and they were not with it. They, yeah, they were like, wow, like that. They, they had to do like book reports. Yeah, and she like didn't read the book, and she had to like lead the discussion, and she was like, shit. I don't know. So, I mean, I would agree with that. When you're, like, reading a book, you really got to be into it to enjoy it. Like, thank God all of our books have been good. So far. So far. I loved that. Um, So, after they get tired of this, like, boring ladies book club, they decide to start their own book club where they're reading. I think they start out reading, like, trashy romance first. And then they move to true crime. So, they're reading, like, Anne Rule, who, if you don't know Anne Rule wrote the book about her first so she was like co-workers with ted bundy and she didn't know he was a serial killer and she was like shit this is all the stuff that i missed and from that book she became like this huge true crime writer um so they're reading like her books and several other true crimes so i love that they're doing that because as y'all know i love true crime and little true crime easter eggs yes there is names of their books that they read in yes. their true crime book club. Yes. For each little section with dates. Yeah. So we've so got Cry the Beloved Country, Helter Skelter, The Bridges of Madison County. Mm-hmm. And it just adds a little something extra. I also love that it took place in the 90s. Cause yes. 
We are nineties kids. We are. And, and they he gave the true ambiance with yeah. it too, with the style of dress and everything. It was very nostalgic. Very. Having to like go to the bookstore and pay full price with a check for all Multiple of your books. Checks, yeah. <laughs> and thinking it was weird to deposit so much cash back then. <laughs> yeah, so that was my favorite part. Um next question. What was your least favorite part? How they doubted Patricia. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. That, okay, guys, it pissed me off. Although, think about this, though. Let but me... I wouldn't just automatically assume you're crazy if you came to me telling me, you know, this guy is doing this, you know, his, he's telling me this thing and doing something else, because people are shady. Okay, imagine we're in a book club with more than just us and our four listeners, mm-hmm. right? And we're, like, at a discussion, and one of the chicks is like, hey, uh, y'all know that new neighbor, James Harris? And you're like, oh, yeah, the one that looks like, I don't know, who did you picture him as? I, I don't know. I they kind of describe him like your dude from uh, True Blood. Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. tall, blonde. Tall, blonde, light um, hair. Okay. okay. For nostalgia reasons, I pictured Paul Walker, because I still miss him, and he is so gorgeous, but... Always. So she's like, hey, uh, that Paul Walker looked like James Harris. He's selling drugs to kids, guys. Um, but she's like, yeah, I saw him sucking this little girl's blood. And you'd be like. But first she passed it off as drugs. As dr- okay, drugs, yeah. I would probably listen. Yeah. And I would I would definitely be on board. But they didn't even want to listen to the drugs. They this didn't even be- really want to listen to that. This was before she told them that she caught him sucking a little girl's yeah, blood. Yeah, because she was like, they're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to call mm-hmm. the paddy wagon. Yeah. And my husband's a psychiatrist. And He's going to throw me away. You know? Her husband was a psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see. I it's, Because it, they were more than just a book club. They were friends. Yeah, and they've, they've, and they've known each other for like a very long time. Right. Like a very long time. And they just automatically assume, well, we don't believe you. You're crazy. And if one of your friends comes to you and is like, hey, I really think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I would totally yeah. listen. And, and then they kept doing it. Like, even after she told them all the events, they're like, no, it can't possibly be anything like that. <laughs> and and she's like, but we read about it in these books. And they're like, no, 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 that's not it. Oh, and she, okay. So when James Harris first moves in, he, um, he moves in with his aunt. And the aunt is the one that Lacey was talking about eating. So, like, Patricia's taking her garbage out one night because her good-for-nothing kid wouldn't do it. And someone is in, well, she sees like scattered, scattered trash everywhere. And she's like, oh shit, like raccoons got into this. And she looks over and this like old woman is like eating raccoon, like zombie. So like, yeah, zombie like intestines hanging out of her mouth, like blood on her chin. I put zombie, sounds more like zombies, not vampires. Cause that was disgusting. The way that he described that. It was, that scene That scene was great because it, so, it made the intensity so great. While like, she's like eating the raccoon, she attacks mm-hmm. Patricia and bites off her pearl earring her husband gave her for her anniversary, including her earlobe. Yeah. Like this old woman was strong. <laughs> like she gets up, like Patricia gets up from this old woman, like shoves her away. And then this old woman comes crawling yeah. up her body again. Yes. Like, oh, the crawling. I forgot the crawling. Yeah. So, um... After the attack, the lady dies. Mm-hmm. 
Eventually, yeah. And then James Harris is her nephew that had come to live with her to, like, help her or whatever. Supposedly. Supposedly. So, Patricia's like, oh, well, since she's, you know, even though this bitch attacked me and ate my costume jewelry that my husband got for free. I'm gonna go take this casserole to the new neighbor. Welcome. Exactly. (laughs) And not only is she, like, going to take the casserole over there. She knocks, no one answers, and then in her mind, she's like, hey, let me just walk in and put this on the counter of this man that I don't know that I've never met. Come on. Does that not... And you're in a true crime (laughs) book book club. club. (laughs) So she goes in, and she sees him, and he's like, uh, who the fuck are you? And she's like, oh shit, my bad. He looks dead. But wait a minute. He looks dead. Yeah, he looks dead. He looks dead because he's cold and he's not moving. So let me perform CPR. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, who the fuck are you? I wrote down, that's how you get shot. Exactly. walking up into someone's house like that. We didn't even do that when we were kids. Like, we didn't even do that to each other's house. The door was always locked. You had to knock first. And then she even says he looks so dead because she used to be a a nurse. nurse, So she's like, oh wow, he doesn't have a pulse. So let me do CPR. And he's cold. Like, Hello. Dead oh, bodies my God. Everywhere. <laughs> so sh- that's how they meet. And then, like, later that night, he comes looking just radiant and glowing. Not the same man that she thought was Not dead. Not wrinkled, yeah. To bring her her casserole dish back. And Cleaned. he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm that? so sorry. And they kind of, like, I think she becomes intrigued by him. Because just because he's new. He's new, and obviously her life is boring, and she hates her life, her husband. And she had just begged for something to happen. Yeah, she, she had literally... Routine. She had literally just said to her friend Grace, like, it was so boring. Basically, it's so boring here. I wish something would happen. Yeah. You ever heard the expression, be careful what you wish for? Hello? Okay. So she strikes up this friendship with James Harris. And, okay... Does some shady shit. He's oh, from like, the very beginning. From the beginning, she goes to like help him one day, and he's like, "Hey, I found this bag of eighty thousand dollars." Mind you, this is the nineties. Yeah. Like, how much is eighty thousand dollars? That's way more. Like in today's money, maybe we should. I wonder if there's like a calculator for that. I maybe know. I should have looked it up. Nah. <laughs> but he, yeah, he shows her the money, and then he's like, "Oh, but." I don't have ID. I don't have an ID to open a but bank But I need to account. open a bank account. Can you help me? So she takes him. And co's and open like co-opens the yeah. account with him. Co-opens. And and like his explanation for not liking the sun or being avoidant yeah, of the condition. sun is because he has some condition <laughs> with his pupils that don't dilate correctly. And she even says in that part. She says, while he's telling her this stuff. That some of it doesn't make sense. She says, wow, I feel, I gotta find it. Because she says, this is a quote, I'm not plagiarizing from Grady Grady Hendrix's book. An image of Ted Bundy with his arm in a faked, fake cast, asking Brenda Ball to help him carry his books to his car, flashed, flashed across Patricia's mind. She dismissed it as undignified. But this dude just told her about this made-up condition he has regarding the sun and then, over a bag of $80,000. And then, <laughs> and then, he has her drive him to the bank in his rapey van. 
that has like the windows blocked out because yeah, he's allergic like, to the sun. White van, blacked out windows, and she's even saying as she's driving, she cannot see him in the rearview mirror in the back. In today's money, that is one hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. Who the fuck has that? That is a that is a ton of money to have in it. Oh, and he says he found it in the crawl space, and he thinks it's his dead aunt's life savings. And she's like, "Well, maybe that's why she never wanted anyone to come over." <laughs> so she goes to help him with this bank account and he's like thank you so much so at the beginning they were cool but then like some other shit starts happening which we'll get into we'll get but my least favorite part of the book was that patricia is the worst fucking dog owner i have ever seen in my oh, life poor poor dog. and then like several ch- like chapters go by and you're like where the fuck's the dog yeah he gets Horrible. fucked up by the rats, and you never hear about him again, pretty much. Until the end. Yeah. Oh, and at the beginning, while this woman was still alive, she just, like, opens the front door to let her dog go take a shit in, like, other people's yards. And they were what like, you know, happened? I've seen, uh, what was the aunt's name that died? Or James's aunt that died? What oh, was it was, like, Mrs. Savage or something Miss, like that. Yeah, I think it was. They were like, her book club friends were like, Patricia, we've seen Ragtag, like, take a shit in her yard, and... She's like, oh, well, you know, I just let him out to go to the bathroom. And they're like, yeah, he really can't do that anymore. Like, you need to put him on a leash or oh, put him I in your own fucking now, backyard. Yeah. Like, hello. Be responsible with your fucking dog, And they live Patricia. on a marsh. Like, do they have alligators in Georgia? A gator could just come fucking eat her dog. Do they? Or do we have any Georgia listeners or natives? I'm pretty sure parts of Georgia. I'm pretty sure, too. I'm sure they do. Pretty close to Florida. Um, yeah, I would think Wait. so. Wait. Yes, it does border yeah. Florida. I was thinking I was going to get confused with Alabama. I was too. I was like, wait, okay. Back to geography. Here we go. Thank God this is not a geography podcast. <laughs> we wouldn't. We wouldn't. <laughs> we have no room. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. Uh, sorry, I just took a... I'm drinking a crisp Topo Chico mm-hmm. with lime. So it's like, it's Sprite-ish, but uh, it's water. Nice and crisp. Yeah. Maybe they'll sponsor us someday. That'd be Ooh, cool. I love Topo. Topo Chico. Did you know Coco? Okay, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, okay. Um, that's, ne- that's next round. That's, ne- <laughs> that's next week, okay? Yeah, that's next week. Okay, so, yeah, that was my least favorite part was that she's a horrible dog owner. I did. I, I agree. Because, I mean, she, she just, like, I, there was this scene where these rats just, like, fuck up the dog and fuck up her, her mother-in-law and the caretaker and she just, like, when she comes back in, she just, like, looks at the dog and is like, oh... Well, okay. so they took the mother-in-law to the hospital, didn't bother to check on the dog. No, the dog just she laid there She comes home the from the time. hospital and sees his body, and she's like, well, he's dead. And then he opens his eye, so who knows how long that poor dog was laying there. Yeah, and then it says she rushes him to the vet going, like, 25 miles an hour. <laughs> I'd be going, like, 70 at least. First of all, okay, that's I probably would have checked on the dog. No, I do love my, I have an amazing mother-in-law. I would have checked on her first, but I would have checked on the dog yeah. pretty soon after that. If not at the same time, like, mom, dog, mom. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was so messed up. Uh, was it a fast or slow read, and why? It was mixed for me. I totally agree. Yeah. Slow at the beginning. And then it sped up. And then it picked up. And then it slowed down. And then it slowed down. And I found myself on, like, what, page 300, and I was like, when does the vampire shit start? Like... Yeah, because you only have, like, one scene before then. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, but... I did, too. It wasn't, um... It wasn't what we expected. It wasn't, like, a one or two night read. No, not at all. Um, what event 
scene or character has stuck with you the most? I bet we're going to have the same one. Oh, no, man. I can't forget about that cockroach in the air. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's just something I would never want to I happen. Mine... I wouldn't want to have to crush a cockroach no. in my ear. Mine is the rats. So let's go ahead and, t- and kind of explain that for someone bad. who didn't listen or someone that didn't read the book. Um, so I love the comparison to Dracula with James Harris yes. in this scene because Dracula can, like, control animals and things. So James Harris, like, joins their book club with all these women. Um, weird. Okay. And the, the mother-in-law walks in, and she has, like, dementia or Alzheimer's, some form of memory loss. memory loss. And she comes in, and she's during the book club and oh, she's like yes. hey i know she's like hoyt. She, she calls she's like him hoyt, hoyt and she's like where's my dad's money and everyone's like yeah okay and she's like i have and a picture of adamant. you yes. in an ice cream suit yes she's like you stole from my, you stole from my dad you owe us money you made him you killed him yes. like he's dead so one night while everyone in the neighbor and i guess it's like a cul-de-sac is at a party the caretaker is there with the mother-in-law and the poor dog and, like, all these rats. I think they said, like... A there was, like, one giant one, like, the size of a man's shoe, and then, like, all of these others. It said, like, a carpet of rats. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and they just explain it that they start clawing up the caretaker's pant mm-hmm. legs, and they start covering the mother-in-law's face. And the poor dog gets a few, but then it's just, like, it's like a swarm of yeah, rats. just swarms I everybody. mean, they chew this woman's fingers down to the bone. They chew, chew her them. nose off. Chew one eye she loses. They uh, chew her nose off. They, they, they attack the shit out of her. Um, they said the caretaker had bandages yeah. from, like, elbow to wrist on both arms. She finally has to, like, lock herself in the bathroom, because she was trying to get... Miss Mary, the mother-in-law, with her, but she was like, I'm going to die. She said, I can't. I can't do it. So she goes and locks herself in the bathroom, and there's a thing of rats trying to get up through the toilet. She has to stand on the toilet. Oh, my God. This is the shit nightmares are made of. (laughs) It was horrible. And that poor dog, they overtake the dog. You know, I wanted to stop reading at that point because you know how I am with animals. Yeah. I'm a little hard to pitter-patter. Oh, my God. Well, the mother-in-law obviously dies. Um, So... You're like, okay, was she telling the truth? Is this him taking care of her? But she dies. Okay, so when she was dying, when the rats swarmed her, she had the picture in her hand that she found and wanted to show Patricia. And the caretaker, caretaker Mrs. Green, put it in her pocket or found it in her pocket. Yeah, because she asked to see it and she said, no, I can't show it to you. I got to show Patricia first. So, and that's when these these rats just pour in and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my God, was it a picture of him? So later, when Patricia starts to, to suspect that he is a vampire, she goes to the, I guess it was probably a Borders, because we talk about Borders a lot on our show. <laughs> she goes to a Borders, and she buys, like, every vampire book they have. and Like $150 She worth. starts noticing, and then the Dracula one was where she, Bram Stoker's Dracula. She's like, hey, this kind of sounds like what happened to my mother-in-law. Holy shit, I think, I think he might have killed her. And even before he actually got her with the rats, remember that scene where 
she's like home alone with the kids and there's and she goes in to check on one and of the kids like, and she's like there's, there's a man somebody on the on roof, the roof. Yeah. and she's like okay go and then she sleep. like like her son's staring out the window uh-huh. and she looks and she just sees these fingertips uh-huh. go over the roof oh i'm getting the chills <laughs> it was it was really good i i like that like she runs and yes. then she like she locks all of the doors and then forgets that she left this one bathroom window yes. open so she like races upstairs to slam it yeah. shut and then they she can like hear him walking on the roof and she turns on all of the floodlights, and then ding dong, guess who's at the door? James Mr. Harris James. is like, oh, I was just walking by and checking on you. I would have been like, oh, are you sure you weren't on my fucking roof trying to murder okay, so me and why, my children? Yeah, why did why did not that not ring alarm bells in her head? And this bitch reads true crime books. It, you just see fingertips on your roof. You hear your doorbell, and you're like, oh, okay. Two and two together. Like, did you not consider asking? <laughs> did you just see somebody on my roof? There was is a- there anybody that ran past you? Like... <laughs> There was a lot of frustrating moments where I was so like, many. why aren't you getting this? What the fuck are you doing, Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple times I said that. I laid the book down. I go, what the fuck? Oh, my God. So I would say, yeah, the rat scenes, my least, uh, or the scene that stuck with me the most, the cockroach. Cockroach for me. She's hiding in his attic yeah. um, because the cleaners were there and she was trying to find some evidence to tie him. She's just trying anything she can to take him down because her husband, no one believes her. They basically all kind of They all tell her that, like, they all try, her husband tries to give her, like, crazy pills Mm -hmm. to chill her out and everything. So she's hiding in his attic, and there's also, like, uh, what does she say? Nest of mice and spiders. Mm -hmm. Like, every creepy crawly. Because he starts coming up there, and he's like, Patricia, I know you're up here. And she's being, she's, like, not moving, and this cockroach is climbing on her face. But she can't move because he's standing right there. And then it starts to climb in her ear. And she's, I would have, I would have flipped the fuck out. I would have gone into cardiac arrest probably. I'd probably be dead. I, I could not. There might have been tears coming down. My, I might have been still, but there would have been tears coming down. <laughs> um, a character that stuck with me the most. Let's talk about Miss Badass Bitch Grace. Okay. Uh, I want to be like Grace. Grace was kind of a bitch at first, though. But, but she, she did, gets she did, shit yeah, done. Yeah, she did get some shit done. So, like, at the very beginning of the book, they were talking about Mrs. Savage's nephew moving in. Mm-hmm. And she's, they're like, um, well, yeah, is that who's, like, white van that's parking on the grass? Because, you know, that's like a neighborhood. They're like, oh, he's parking on the grass, da, da, da. And Grace is like, oh, well, I have his license plate. And they're like, why do you have his license plate? She's like, I always write down license plates when I don't recognize the car. And they're like, why? She's like, in case something happens, then I can just be like, here's their license plate. Boss move. Boss. Love that because I do that same shit. If I see some weird shit going on, I like get out my phone. I start like recording. You know I'm nosy. Yeah. Like when something happens outside, I act like I'm sweeping. When I'm watching, oh look, the sidewalk's dirty. Oh look, my plants have to be watered. Exactly, I go outside (laughs) to sweep the sidewalk to like be nosy. And then Grace, like she's probably the biggest doubter of Patricia. Biggest, yeah. But then when it comes down to it, she she was there. Was there, and she was the one that like gets shit. Like without her, they wouldn't have succeeded. No. At no. all. So she was my favorite character. And we'll tell you what um, we mean by success. Her husband's a, a piece minute. of shit that beats her. <sighs> all the husbands in this book. They're all shitty. Um, They're all fucking shitty. They all got together. They all tried to talk this out before. They're all misogynist. You know, before any of this happened, and they all thought all these women were crazy. They're like, oh, we hang out and smoke with cigars with him. We have this business club with him. He's not yes, bad at so all. He's a good old boy. James Harris infiltrates 
the <laughs> the husband group um because he's like, hey, I have this land that I'm looking for investors because I want to, like, build a new community. And it's going to be, like, very lucrative. So all the husbands who are already, like, doctors, lawyers, like, big, high-paying jobs, they're like, hell yeah, we want in on this. So they, like, sink a bunch of money into it, which is exactly what the mother-in-law said. She said when she was a kid, the dude that looks like James Harris that she calls Hoyt, he came and it was some kind of like liquor scam. It was like it was like a moonshine business he back during prohibition. It. Yeah. Her her Miss Mary's father was running it and James wanted to help him get it off the ground. They called it like rat piss or something like yeah. that. So And he was taking it up to Columbia. Yeah, he was taking it which somewhere. Which is another city. Yeah, I think. and selling yeah. it and then bringing the money back. Well, one day he just like disappears. And like after they have all, goes, their like, all their money waiting to sell all this mm-hmm. liquor, he just disappears. So it really, like, fucks them over. Mm-hmm. And the mother-in-law's like... It was like a moment of clarity when she tells Patricia this story. And Patricia's like... Oh, my God. He's doing that now. Patricia's like, she doesn't really talk in sentences. So the fact that she's saying this, like, What's holds some weight with me. So he basically does the same shit. He gets all their husbands in on it. So the husbands don't want to believe it because they're like, hey, we have all of our money tied up in this and we can't afford for this shit to go south. Like he's not doing this. He's one of our good friends. He's a good boy. He really has infiltrated. He has like dinner with Patricia and her family. Like every night. The kids like Like every night he shows up at dessert time and rings the doorbell like ding dong. Oh look, it's James. Yeah. That's weird to me. A single dude that moves in that wants to hang around my family. Every night. Like, is that every not once a, in a red while, flag? Cool. Like every night, every night. Uh, so yeah, but I love Grace, badass. She is. Um, what did you think of the writing? Um, were there any like standout sentences or vocabulary? I thought he was a tad descriptive in some places that he didn't have to be. <laughs> with like the scenery, like e- the scenery in like non-memorable scenes like trying to explain some of these houses that border some of these other houses and you you don't even need to know it you don't need to know what the whole neighborhood looks like for this like that kind of description because it helps me get get it in my mind (sighs) but where it where it relates don't give it to me and then move on to some other scene in some other part of the book but then you can like use that later when they go i mean it's not like stephen king it's only 400 pages it's not like 800 pages it's definitely like no it wasn't like over it wasn't over it just it would put me kind of in a different mindset and then like a crazy scene would happen and I would have to snap back. <laughs> uh, I will completely agree with you on that, the description, but my issue with it is his over use of describing pubic hair. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is okay, yeah. Mr. Hendricks? What is your deal with pubic hair? Because he, Loves Maybe talking he about likes it. The bush. The literally, bush needs to come back. Okay. I mean, it was the nineties, <laughs> but literally every section of this book, there is talk about someone's pubic hair. The mother-in-laws when she's because she comes out in Her that book club butt ass naked. Yeah. Um. After Slick gets raped by James Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I wrote down black semen. LMAO because. Patricia goes to check on their friend Slick, who's in the book club, because she's like, she call. I don't remember what she says when she calls her, but she's like, he didn't or he couldn't or something. So she goes to check on her, 
this is after they try to make Patricia out to be crazy, by the way. And her, like, skirt's ripped. And Patricia's like, what happened? And she's like, James was mad and came in the window and raped her. And then, so she gets her on the toilet and she, like, helps her get all of her clothes off. And so, in detail, he describes what her pubic hair looks like. And then like we need to know. black semen oozing out of her. And I was like, Ooh. why do I need to know this? Bloody man juice. But black, I'm like, listen, it blood, it James, makes sense. if blood, your man. semen is black and gooey, you need to see a medical professional okay. because I may not be a vampire expert, but that shit is not how it normally should be. Well, I mean, who's to say it's not normal because they drink blood. I don't think no, Edward no. Cullen had black semen. I don't, she didn't describe it. <laughs> who's to say he did She didn't? never saw it. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it was red. Oh, my God. Maybe it was golden like his eyeballs. Let's just talk about, like, the fact that a vampire has semen. It's kind of weird. they wouldn't have a blood flow. They don't have, I would think. bodily fluids. They're dead, so their reproductive system's dead, right? (sighs) Yeah, Maybe that's why it was black. I don't know. I never understood that. I don't know. But, yeah, there's a lot of description of pubic hair. And I'm like, everyone in this book has a bush. We know. Let's go. And, oh, and just the place that the vampire, okay, so when we say that he wasn't, like, a vampire, it's because he doesn't have vampire teeth. Yes. He has, like, this insect-looking leg. out that kind of reminded me of, like, a cockroach That's what they antenna. said. That, yeah, that's what they said. And it, like, latches on, but why does he always have to go? So the place he always goes is, like, the place between your leg and your... Genitalia. Genitalia. <laughs> um, the crease right so in between. There are other veins in the human body. But I think I think Because it was easily hidden. Right. I think that's why. I think that's why because he was doing this to mainly children and he it was, was easily doing hitting. This hidden. To mainly children. Right. He was going to the bad neighborhood in the town. The ghettos and taking the children and he would feed on them and then these kids would die in these like horrific suicides because they're trying to get away. From their abuse, horrible, tragic. Um, I would say that's a trigger warning. You yeah, may not that, it's definitely read the a book. trigger. There's a lot, um, of, there's stuff a lot that, of that of children in here. A lot of I mean, not, molestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't actually do any of it, but they talk about it. And in fact, at one point, Patricia catches him in the van with a little girl that has gone missing, mm-hmm. and that's the first time she sees him feeding like that. Yep, and it's like. So I think that's a, that's another thing she tried to tell the book club. Because first she told him he was selling drugs. And then I think she told him he was molesting kids. No, yeah, he was molesting. He was injecting them. Too, yes, Because she was drugs. trying to say it was track track marks. Because they kept finding little mm-hmm. marks on their, like, thighs and yep. stuff. But I just thought that was weird that he would, all like, always feed there. In the pubes. You don't Which, want a pube in your dinner. Come in on, turn, James. <laughs> warrants the pubic discussion. Um, yeah. I could have gone without that, but it was fine. Other than that, I love it. Was good Other than that, it was great. So, would you want to read another book by this author? I think I would. I would. I would, yeah. Just because of the scary scenes, he did them well. Yes. Very well. well. Very freaky. Uh, I, think his, I think his other book is called uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Yeah, yeah. Which sounds really entertaining. I would uh, probably check I'm that out. I'm going to have to look at it, yeah. Did reading the book impact your mood in any way, how, and why? Oh, yes. 
all the creepy crawlies. Come on now. You can't oh, just yeah. not, you can't not like readjust your shoulders or anything when you're reading that. You're just like, yeah. oh man. And we have like a spider problem in our apartment. Oh yeah. That's even worse. Like, I don't know where they come from. They just freaking. They, they come down from the ceiling. Yes. Or like <laughs> every time I have to like take a shower or something, there's a spider and I'm like, Steven. And then it like, before he comes in, it goes in this little crack that I don't even know how it fit yeah. in there. And then we see, like, the exterminator sometimes outside, and we're like, hey, we got, like, a shit ton of spiders. And he's like, oh, don't worry, this will take care of it. Like, no, dude, I think you're just pushing them further into our place. So reading all this creepy crawly shit and the spot, oh, yeah, it's been rough. I also, I, I had a love-hate relationship with how charming James was. Yeah, me too. He could spin a lie yeah. prettier than a spider web. At the beginning, I was like... Oh, they're about to have an affair. Yeah, this me too. I was to like, she's going Good. <laughs> I mean, I would say this is probably the first vampire book I've ever written where he didn't bone yeah. some of the chicks mm-hmm. in the book, for sure. And I kind of liked that about it. I did, too. Because it was different. You, I did, too. You know, they just, they weren't like, oh, I love you. Like, right. you know, impossible love. Right. Her husband was a dick, too. He was a dick. He's like, I don't oh, believe you. Take you're this You're just pill. a housewife. What do you do all Take day? Take this pill. Yeah, he was such a jerk. Ugh. Don't be like that, guys. So I really kind of wanted her to have an affair with him. Right. <laughs> just because her husband was And he was nerd. like, he's like, just because I got a promotion doesn't mean I'm going to be staying late every day. Oh, but I'm staying late every day now. Sorry. Um, what surprised you most about the book? Hmm. Hmm. I think... It was all surprising. Yeah. I think at the end of the day the book is really about friendship yeah and that's probably what's most surprising Mm -hmm. um i mean hack job was kind of surprising too oh dude (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, to be honest finally they hacked this dude up but that was kind of surprising she finally convinces her girlfriends that she's like, y'all, he is a vampire. I'm like, telling you. The cops aren't going to take him. Nobody's no going to listen. Right. The husbands are on his side. He's going to come after our children because everyone in the bad neighborhood had, like, moved on because they were Or sent their kids their away. Kids. Yeah, so because, he didn't have anything daddy, to eat. Here comes Boo Daddy yes. sucking everybody's blood. Yes. So she's like, this is about our children, and we have to do something. So they agree to take them down. And they fucking dismember him in the bathtub. bathtub. Mrs. Green dismembers him. She's also a badass. She's a badass. She very underrated character. Okay, so I feel like, like the first time Patricia goes to see Mrs. Green, it's like in the ghetto. Yes, this, Mrs. Okay? Green is a black woman so, that lives in Six yeah. Mile. Six Mile is a predominantly black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ms. that was his like feeding ground. Patricia rolls up, you know, white lady. Nobody knows who she is. So like all of these. Kids just surround here, and they get in her face. They're like, "What the fuck are you here for?" And Miss Green, Miss Green, just comes out, and she's like, "Young man, yeah." She's like, "I'm gonna tell your mama you're talking like that." And, and he's, he's like, like oh, "My mama ain't gonna do shit." She's like, "Watch when I get done with her, what she's gonna do." And he's like, "Okay, Mrs. Green, yeah, they don't I'm mess sorry. with Miss Green. She was awesome. She goes, she sends her children to Irmo to live with her sister because she's scared to death that." He's going to come and take them. Which. Warranted. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Warranted. Great mama. Yeah. <laughs> Great grandmama. Um, you can see the signs. Right. 
how did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? I still liked it. Yeah. I was happy with the ending. I, w- I mean, I wish there was more, like, creepy vampire scenes, but... Yeah. I wasn't, like... I wasn't lacking when the ending came around like I do with some of these other books. I agree. Um, it gave you a good ending. Yeah. Um, so my opinion didn't change. No, mine didn't uh, either. I could have done with some more vampire stuff. Yeah. I would have liked to know a little bit more about what he's been doing all, all these, of these years, years. Right. And how he goes around. That would have been interesting. So, so Mr. Hendricks. And maybe, was he really this woman's nephew? I wonder. Maybe, maybe do a sequel. That would be good Maybe. to know. Like, how did he come into that woman's life? Yeah. He's probably not her nephew. No. And, like, what is he been doing? Just what has he been doing? And I think, it, yeah, he was feeding on her. That's why she went crazy. Because they said that, remember, there was a track mark on her body, too. The raccoon yeah. eater. Yeah. Yeah, they so, said that at one point. There was tracks on everybody's body. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think the ending changed. I liked, I liked that it ended. I did, um, too. So, they dismember him. And all of his, like, body parts are still moving. And they had a plan that, because one of the book club members worked at the funeral home, so she was just going to, like, throw it in the incinerator, Mm -hmm. but all the stuff was moving, and she's like, I can't. But then Grace comes to save the day, and she's like, here's what we're going to do. She's like, me and my husband have plots. We're going to put the head in one and the rest of the body in the other and cover that shit up, and then her and Mrs. Green go to town on that house because, well, they try to dismember them in the bathtub, but hello, blood splatter. Mm -hmm. Shit gets everywhere. So they cleaned the fuck out of that house. like. And this was back when like UV lights weren't used as much. So they could get away with this shit. You don't think they were used in the 90s? Not, not like they are now. I think they were used they in were the used. 90s. Maybe a good a good department. Like, yeah. Maybe not all departments probably no. had that kind of stuff. Like the but country bumpkin town, they wouldn't have it. Were they, using, they were using DNA in the 90s. I think like late 90s maybe. This was early 90s. Yeah, when this was like place. early 90s. Um, how does... <laughs> I already know what's going to happen on this one. How does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? It's not good, Mr. Hendricks. If you could give the book a new title, what would it be? It's like not I good, said, Mr. Hendricks. I do not feel that he was a vampire, even though Wikipedia said the definition was someone that drinks blood. The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Cockroach Faces. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so let's let's talk about that for a minute because I mean, all throughout the book, I'm, like, screaming, cut off his head, cut off his head. I yeah. mean, supernatural, you cut off their head, you burn it. You always Twilight, cut off the head. you get rid of you cut off the head. Which zombies? Twilight, zombies? You, probably you smash the brain. Couldn't cut off the head in Twilight because they're, like, diamonds or whatever. Well, but that one person ripped it. it off, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just kept saying, go, like, it It was kind of, a, like, astonishing to me that they couldn't figure out how to kill him, especially when she read all of those books. Like, like he's weak during the daylight. Hello, drag his ass out in the sunlight and shove a shovel in his neck. Something. Come on. Like, get him at his... Like, baseball bat to the face. Something. But they were also... (laughs) If they took him out in the sunlight, the neighbors might say something. They also waited till there was, like, a big college game on, and they knew everyone would be kind of busy with that. And so that was pretty smart. That was smart. But, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't care what Wikipedia says. He wasn't a vampire in my eyes. Not the typical vampire, He's weird. No. Different. I would call an energy sucker more of a vampire than he is. Yeah, maybe. Well, but he does. Oh, and then another thing I didn't understand was he tells Patricia after she catches him 
<laughs> oh, because she walks in on him drinking her daughter's blood. Oh. But it surprise, looks surprise. like they're having sex. Yeah. And he's like, it's not what you think. I have this condition where I have to filter my blood. And so I'm just using her to filter my blood through and get some of hers. <laughs> I've never heard of. Yeah. Dude, right. like, go to a dialysis machine. Okay. Get the fuck out of here with that yeah. shit. I've never seen someone with a cockroach antenna come out their throat yeah. at dialysis. Come on. So that was a bit odd. Um, so, like, was it really that he had a condition? Like, that was the vampire condition? Or was he really getting, like, nutrients? It seemed like I think, nutrients. I think that's... I think Mr. Hendricks wanted you to make, you know, make you Your think about decision. that. Yeah. Because, like, the one cleaning he, lady disappears. And yeah. then that's when she shows up when he's, like, looking dead. And then that night when he brings the casserole dish back, Patricia's like, oh, my God, you look like a new person. Because he killed Francine and drank all of her blood, presume. Well, and there's I'm one presuming. point There's one point after she calls the police that he's sitting there at the book club. And he's like, I'm not what you think I am. You interrupted my dinner, but I'm not what you think I am if you would let me explain. Oh and God, she, you know, that she's night, just, nah. That night he knocks on the door when they're at dinner. And this is after she caught him with that little girl. Oh, my God. And her but fucking then she, dick husband. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. She run, so after she catches him with the little girl... It's, like, night, and she has a flashlight, and he's in his van, so she's like, okay, well, he probably didn't see, like, who it was, Mm -hmm. and the police were coming, so she's Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna go get the police and get them over here. Well, of course, he's gone by the time they get back over there with the police. So, like, the next night, she's having dinner with her family, and ding-dong, guess who's showing up for dessert? For dessert! He's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I ruin your dinner? I had someone ruin my dinner recently, and it really set me off, and, like, she says it. Makes her chilled. Like, the blood in my body just turned to ice when he said that. Mine, too. He is telling her. He you knows. You saw exactly what I you know think you saw. I know you know, so what are you going to say about it? <laughs> I know like you know I her. know. Oh, my God. And her husband is just like. she. Okay, so. she. There's this one point that James kind of skirts around it to see if maybe, maybe one of them will mention that the police were called or involved or it was her. And she's, like, looking at her husband, giving him this look, like, I swear to God, if you say anything, like, this is the end of our marriage. Like, do not tell this man. Like, Oh, yeah, that she suspects him. Yes. And And all of a sudden, her husband goes, oh, I'm sorry my wife talked to the police and led him to your house last night. And she's like, what the fuck? I would think... (laughs) My husband and I have a good enough relationship Steve that Steve would see the look in your eyes and be like, read, I better shut up. Right, that he could read my expression and be like... Because she, he, Mr. Hendricks even made it a point in this little, in this little tidbit that says she looked at him with everything that their marriage was about. And he's a psychiatrist. He can't yeah. figure this shit out. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, like, I your wife's giving you a that. look and you're just like, oh, by the way, James. Yeah. Sorry the police were at your house. Her husband was so daft. It was so annoying. Uh, I forgot. God, he was a tool. And I also, I love that at the end, she's like, by the way, I want a divorce. Because the hell? if my Ooh. husband doesn't believe what I'm telling him. Yes, like, we can't be together, baby. Right. We cannot work right. it out. You have to have my back. I am. I was grateful for that part, too. I was like, yes, Patricia, good exactly. girl. So if you could, what, like, if you could title the book, what would you title it? I don't know. I think I. I think if I was him, I would have played off of, played off of some of the true crime titles some more. Yeah, but then you might get those people reading it for true crime, and they're like, "What the fuck, this dude?" But maybe he, maybe he would have hit a new market. Maybe he could have pulled some of these true crime readers into maybe a fiction novel maybe. with true crime in it. I don't know. 
I like the the I like how it's really long. It was fun when I was trying to hashtag it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, maybe maybe not vampire. I can't think no, of one. No, not vampire. I'm not a writer though. Maybe succubus or something, you know. Okay. Um is this book overrated or underrated? Underrated. I think so 100%. too. 100%. Yeah, 100% because I haven't heard near as much about this book and it was it was original. Yes. It was. It, it was, was very original, original. And it was very entertaining. And like you said, I I think I came across it on Goodreads. Yeah, I think I did. But I other than did. that, no one's talking about it. No. It's and, so good. And I mean, there were moments, several moments when I was reading that I legit had my hand over my mouth. Me too. Me too. Or I was like, ah! I don't, like, oh no. <laughs> did Okay, well, this, what you just said kind of ties into this question. Um, did this book remind you of any other books or is it an original idea? It's original. I love how it ties in comparisons like where she does her research or um it talks about like other true crime cases and things like that but it i i've never heard of this i haven't either and i've never seen where they compare somebody to all these true crime Uh serial killers Mm -hmm. i love that i did too i feel like it was very original i did too very much how did it impact you do you think that you'll remember it in a few months or years i'll remember it I'll remember the rats and the cockroaches. I'll remember it. And I think, actually, I probably will reread this one. Really? Yeah. Even though it wasn't, like, the vampire I was looking for, the the, the unnerving scenes were just they perfect. Were, yeah. Can you imagine how that would translate to, like, a movie? Yeah. Greatly. <laughs> Hello? Anybody want to pick this up? You can yeah. Ex- you can expand They're, on the vampire so parts. Come on. Come on, Mr. Hendricks. You know you want to be in there. Um, I think I'll sleep with tape over my ears. After oh. reading this book. Well, oh, you know, I won't be anybody's attic with all these creepy crawlies to worry about it anyhow. <laughs> right. Um, I think that, I mean, I already knew this, but it's like, listen to your gut. Because your yeah. gut is right. Red flags everywhere. Would, oh, well, you already said it, but would you ever consider rereading this book? Yep. Um, I'm not a rereader, so probably not. No, yeah, you're not, unless it's like outstanding series it has yeah. to be like a series yeah re-read. yeah i probably <laughs> won't reread it um are there any lingering questions or plot holes from the book that you're still thinking vampires live hello my question is okay so when he rapes slick and the black semen oozes out of her he she's in the hospital because it's like and she, she, like, her body can't fight off whatever's been done to her. And, like, everyone thinks she has AIDS, which this is the 90s. I mean, this was, I think, at the height of people being, like, Yeah, like, still new. Terrified still of new. AIDS. And they're like, don't let any, don't yeah, they tell still, anyone. Yeah, they didn't know how it was transmitted. Like, very still, taboo. Yeah. Um, so, she's, like, dying in the hospital. And Patricia's with James. And James, she, he's like, oh, yeah, well, why don't you see what happens to Slick after after it hatches or something to that extent. So I'm like, okay, did he get her pregnant or did he plant the seed to where like when her body dies, whatever that is like takes over her body. Or is it like with all these other people where they turn around and kill themselves? 
Oh, yeah. Or they go crazy point. and kill themselves. Because who's to say he wasn't doing this to all those little kids? Oh, God. I'd hate to think about that, but it never it never explained further. Yeah, and I think that's another question I would have. Because he keeps saying, I'm the only one like me. Da, da, da. Like, then how did you become like right. you? Like, what are you? I, yeah. I, I think that's where Mr. Hendricks could come in with another one if he wanted to. He could explain his life and what happened during his yes. life and what he's been doing. Is and, he the only one? Yeah. And I'm sure Is he did he? all that on purpose. So, there, you know, you can kind of like... You can guess. Yeah. yeah. You can see where your mind takes you. Yeah. Um, oh, I put, um, there's a part where, so after Patricia tries, to, she gets all the girls on board to confront their husbands and one of them, their husband is a police officer. Yeah. So she tells her husband and she's like, Hey, I think the detectives, this is when they still think he's like selling drugs. She's like, have the detectives come over and we'll show you all of our evidence. Cause we're housewives and we have nothing else to do during the day, but gather evidence on this dude. So the husbands show up, but they realize the detectives are like not with them. And the husbands are like, this is an intervention. You ladies like are crazy. This dude's a good guy. And you're trying to run him out of this neighborhood. And they try and make them apologize to James. Yes. That was so they like, cringy. Like they bring James in and he's like, Oh, it's okay. And then like all of these wives like line up to say they're sorry, except for Patricia. And yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm not saying I'm sorry either. Like there is something shady about you. I'm not sorry about it. The transparency that these husbands gave to James about what their wives were doing was so cringy to me. Like you don't, you don't tell. I would never. You don't tell a stranger <laughs> what I've you and your husband or wife talk about. Right. You just don't. Um, so then, after that, like after they think make Patricia think she's crazy, the book club then becomes where the husbands come to. But they yeah. read like. Like Tom Clancy novels, yeah, and like or, all of all of a sudden, James is like, "Well, I'm coming to the book club." Yeah, and then too. it turns into like a party, and I'm like, "I put, I would not want to be in a book club with Steve, no, because what he wants to read, oh, and Steve what wants I to be in a video read. club, not a book. club. I know he never reads anymore. <laughs> He's gonna be so he mad. Reads, he reads the game titles, okay? Yeah, he used to read a lot, and then like so now when we still go to the bookstore, he'll like buy a book, and I'm like, "Why are you buying that? You will never read that." Like you, you will never read it. He'll go through a phase Ugh. where he'll where he'll put like the PlayStation controller down for maybe a week and read like five books and then come back. <laughs> um. So yeah, I hated that. I hated. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. Oh, uh, one thing I wrote down an unanswered question. This may be like a southern thing. It said, "Um, let me read the quote because I was like, what does that mean?" She, da, 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 da. it says like they kept talking about the woman who did for him, and I think it was referencing like cleaning. But is that like a thing? Like some oh, she did for him. Like that's how they would talk about it. I don't know how they would talk about it. I've never heard of it like that. I never heard of it like that either. But like you know, maybe so, it's a typo or something. No, because it's in here a few times. Like oh, she used to do. She used to. Um, let me find it. Let's see. Maybe he used to do it to the cleaning lady or something. So this is when she walks in and he's like dead looking or whatever. And says she turned and jumped um, because Francine pulls up. Okay. So behind the sun's glare on the windshield, she saw Francine, the woman who did for Anne Savage. Which Francine was the cleaning lady that disappears. Yeah. So... 
Like, is that? I was hoping you would know. Because I know. I don't know. Your family's Southern. Yeah, but not that Southern. <laughs> See, I consider Texas part of the South. Well, it is. No. It's, it's not it's considered a, it the It is South. the South, but it's a different South. It's like, they consider the South like Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. The Old South. The but old, that's not the yeah. Old South anymore. Texas is part of but the South. But when I say, like, when I lived in Colorado, and I'm like, oh, I'm from the South. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, Texas. They're like, that's not the South. And I'm like... Yes, you really it is. can't get any southern of the United States than that. Okay, Texans. <laughs> I say we're part of the South, don't you? Everybody I know says Texas is the South. Maybe we'll do an Instagram poll. We need to, yeah, we'll do an Instagram poll for you guys. <laughs> Texas part. And then, so when I lived in Colorado, I would call everyone a Yankee. <laughs> Steve's like, Colorado wasn't even a state. Like, he's like, there's no Yankees here. Oh, they weren't <laughs> even in the North. They're in the Midwest. Oh, well, not God. Mid- you know. Um. So, yeah. That's the end of our questions, but did you have any other things you wanted to, like, talk about regarding this book? I think we covered it all. It was good. I liked it. It was good. I did, too. I put, why is Patricia so stupid? Slow build up to vamp stuff. Yeah, it definitely was. He tried to draw it out a little bit, but it just... Oh, and then after Ragtag survives this horrific rat attack, um... He does get to live out his days, and then he gets, like, a brain tumor and dies. But he's, like, a very old dog. He's, like, 17 or something. He was old to begin with, because they made it a point to say he was old. But it was, like, he was, a like, a Cocker Spaniel mix. He was a good dog. So you know my heart was, He's the best boy. Oh, such a good dog. Killing those rats for his family. uh, Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. If you didn't read it. Um, I Do hope it. that you'll read it. I Do hope it. our discussion doesn't deter you from reading it. So, if there's any other questions, yes, send in your questions. Send Definitely. in your thoughts. Oh, two I bookworms, have, one podcast at gmail.com. I do have something, some a review on this book that one of our listeners posted. Let me find it. Okay, so this is from Casey. Who is also from Texas. What? Texan. Texas. Um, she said. She gave it four stars. And she said the book was a pleasant surprise. Um, she had read mixed reviews. And was quite honestly sure she wasn't going to like it. I mean another vampire book. But it was a good read. It wasn't like any other vampire book I have read in the past. It did take me a few days to get through the first half of the the book, but boy, once I hit the second half, I finished it in a few hours. Though you know who the villain will be from the beginning of the book, um, and that there are vampires involved, there are still so many things that put you on the edge of your seat. So if you've been contemplating reading this one, do it. Do it. And that is from Casey. I agree, Casey. Her Instagram is books.with.kcay. She's like a really good... One of our Insta friends. We love her. We talk to her on there all the time. Oh. We use her pics. She has beautiful pics of her books. But, I mean, we can use your pics, too, if you tag so us or one. DM us, Let's email us, twobookworms1podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, twobookworms1podcast. If there's any pictures you want us to show, any other books you want to suggest us? Yes. Questions, thoughts. Let's do it. Corrections. We want to hear it. Mr. Hendricks, if you want to tell us how to pronounce your name. Grady, Grady. We are open to that as well. So now that we're done with this book, we're going to move on to our next book. Um, Another benefit about following us on Instagram is you get to vote. So we put up two books and then you guys vote on the book you want to read for the next episode. 
So this is going to be our episode two weeks from today. Mm-hmm. So this will be for the September 1st episode. Ooh. So we're about to announce the winner for the first time. The book we're going to be reading is You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Is that how you would pronounce it? Yeah, that? Daria. Okay. So she liked our post on Instagram, the author. Yes. <laughs> when I when I posted like the two to choose from, she liked it. So I was like, oh my god. It just that was awesome. <laughs> clear from the beginning who the winner was gonna be because everybody voted for it that way. Honestly, it was very close. It was close at one um, point. Yeah. At one point the other book, The Shadows, was winning. Yeah. And, and then, then just like, right at the last second. And it was a bunch of dudes that voted. Of course they did. I was like, this sounds awesome. So you guys I'm, want us to talk smutty, don't you? I don't think it's smut. I think it's a romance. No, it's probably romance, which is very sweet if it is. So I'm excited to read it. The, you, are you guys closet romances? <laughs> I think they you are. You can tell us. It's okay. So grab your book. Um, you have two weeks. Read along. Send us your stuff. And we'll see you on the first Send us your questions because we will answer them. Yeah, send us your questions. But other than that, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Little, say bye.